Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Would you turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 15? Book of Acts chapter 15. Acts chapter 15, verse 14. Acts 15, 14. Simeon hath declared how God at the first did visit the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. Father, we thank you for the wonderful worship and move of the Holy Ghost in this place today. Thank you for... Lord, all you do to communicate to us, Lord, and we pray, God, as we bring this service, amen, toward the the close, that you would help us receive the word you want us to receive, Lord, and let us receive it with faith and expectation, with the same faith and fervor that we have worshipped you in in this service thus, thus far. God, have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name, and let there be a miraculous moving of your spirit as we talk about you in a specific way today. In Jesus' name, everybody say, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to preach on the subject, the people of the name. The people of the name. Amen. Amen. I, I just want to glorify God this morning. And I believe we've already glorified God in a, such a, a measure because praise and worship glorifies God. Amen. It gets Him going and gets Him moving. But I just want to glorify the name of God this morning. Amen. I want to exalt the name, amen, as high as I can this morning because I know that name can do wonders among us. Praise God. I know uh, who fears that name and I know who rejoices at that name. And I want to share with you some of the things, uh, amen, about this name so that we will understand the importance of the name of God in our lives as followers of Him. Psalms 8 verse 1 said, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth. Amen. This name is for all the earth. Psalms 29 2, Give unto the Lord the glory due to His name. Amen. And I believe, amen, that we have given His name glory this morning. Amen. But specifically, I want to talk about that name and how that we are identified specifically as people of the name. Psalms 34, 3, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. Amen. Let us lift up that name. Let's put Jesus higher than the moon today. Let's put it higher than the stars today. Amen. Psalms 113 verse 3. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Amen. What do we do with that name? You praise it. What do you do with that name? You exalt it. What do you do with that name? You use it. Amen. In the work of God. You've heard the old saying, what's in a name? 
Well, if it's my name or your name, it might just be a name that was another, you know, another family member. Amen. Had that and your parents wanted to pass it on to you or, you know, your name means something or whatever. And so because of your name and we know in the Bible, the names meant something. They named their kids specifically because of certain things. Amen. Isaac was named laughter. Amen. Uh, Because that's what Isaac means is laughter because Sarah laughed and Abraham also laughed. How can we old people have a baby this late in life? Amen. And uh, different people were named different things. Amen. In the Bible. But we say what's in a name? When it comes to the name of God, there's plenty of things in that name. Amen. It's not just a name. It is an experience. Amen. It is a power. Psalms 124 verse 8. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. That's what's in the name. Psalms 20 verse 7. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we, as the people of the name, we're going to trust in the name. We're going to remember the name of the Lord our God. Amen. Some people are trusting in their own intellect, and their own ingenuity, their own strength. Amen. Maybe their own finances or whatever, their job. And I know to a point we got to trust in some of these things. But you know what? There's nothing that should trump the name of God in our lives. Praise God. I thank God for things that protect our homes. Amen. Like lights and locks and cameras. And alarm systems. But you know what? That cannot be my ultimate trust. For those things fail. Those things can be gone around. But I will ultimately trust in the name of God. The name of God is protecting me and mine. The name of God is protecting. I trust it to protect my house and this house. Amen. So many people trust in so many things. But we will as The people of the name trust in the name. We know, we should know that that, that we we can trust in the name. Amen. And I know I'm preaching to the choir, so to speak. But I know we need to be reminded about the name and our association with it and what we need to do with it. Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. When we really understand the power of the name, amen, it can transform our trouble into a place of safety and strength. We can be in the middle of nowhere, enemies all around us, very vulnerable, not knowing what to do. And we've got, because we're people of the name, we call the name. You talk about an instant structure. You talk about an instant power. Amen. You talk about call a name and something happens. That's what I'm talking about. We're the people of the name. We've got a name above every name. You know, in the beginning, in Genesis means beginning, the name of God was slowly revealed to his people over the centuries and millennia of time. He was known to Adam and Eve as simply Elohim, the supreme God. And then a little bit later, he was known to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as El Shaddai, which means God Almighty. And that's the extent of who they understood God was as far as his name. And then we get to... Past the 400 years of Egyptian bondage, and we, you know, we get 
to where God needs a deliverer to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Amen. And uh, God revealed a little bit more of his name to Moses at the burning bush. Exodus chapter 3 verse 13. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. I am. Amen is another way of saying Jehovah. Amen or Yahweh. Praise God. So Jehovah is now what Moses knew God as. And that was the name that he brought to, to Pharaoh. You want to know what the, my God's name is, Pharaoh? It's Jehovah. He's a self-existent one. Amen. He's all-powerful. Amen. He exists without the help of anybody else. And he told the people what his name, that God's name was. Exodus chapter 6, verse 3, God said, And I, talking to Moses, I appeared unto Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by the name of God Almighty, but by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. So Adam and Eve didn't know about El Shaddai. And Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob didn't know about Jehovah, but Moses did. And throughout the rest of the Old Testament, God was known to his people as Jehovah. I am Yahweh. Amen. And yet there are several prophetic references in the Old Testament letting us know, amen, that a light would appear to a group of people known as the Gentiles. And they would embrace and receive that light. Now Gentiles simply means non-Jewish people. That's what Gentiles are. Probably most of us here, I don't know, maybe some have some Jewish blood, I don't know. But for the most part, anybody that's non-Jewish is a Gentile person. Amen. Paul quoted from a passage in the book of Hosea in Romans 9 when he said, As he saith also in Osi, I will call my, them my people which were not my people, and her beloved which was not beloved. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, You're not my people, there shall they be called the children of the living God. That was Hosea. God telling Hosea to tell the people, Amen. You guys are going to reject me one too many times. And there's going to be a people that you didn't even know about. There's going to be a people, amen, that is going to be receiving. They're going to get a name that I wanted to give to you. And they're going to be called the people of the name. And not you. Malachi said it very clear in chapter 1 verse 11. For from the rising of the sun, even to the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise the Lord. I'm seeing a pattern here. And then Matthew said it very plain and clear in 1221 of his book. And in his name shall the Gentiles trust. Thank God. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but the Gentiles. Amen. The Gentile church, that's what we are. Amen. We're going to trust in the name of the Lord. And folks, there's stuff coming on this earth. You can just see it right now. I don't care. You, all you got to do is just go in, the, go in bathrooms and you can see that things are coming on this earth that are not good. All you got to do, amen, is go around and listen to the news and look around to see that the moral fabric of our society is unraveling so fast it's making your head swim and spin. Praise God. I'm telling you, we need to 
be the people of the name and trust in the name like never before. Praise God. We're going to need that name more and more. So we need to know the power of a name and how to use that name. Praise God. The people of, the, of God in the Old Testament only had a partial understanding and knowledge of the fullness of the name of God. Because his name was not Elohim. That's not his full name. Amen. It's part of it. Amen. His name's not El Shaddai. It's part of it. His name's not even Jehovah. It's part of it. Amen. But it wasn't until God came to be with us in the same form as one of us that the full revelation and understanding of his name was made known unto mankind when the angel said, amen, when the Bible said in Matthew 1, 23, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. When that took place, then we got the name that's above every name. The main mission and purpose of God being with us was to sacrifice himself for us as a lamb of God to take away the sins of the whole world. This mission and purpose can be summed up in the meaning of the full revelatory name of God revealed by the angel to Mary and Joseph. Amen. Matthew 1.21 And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus literally means Jehovah Savior. Amen. That is the full name that God wanted to reveal to us. Amen. Not just that he was Jehovah, but that he was Jehovah Savior. For there was God who became a man, but who was said to have been slain from the foundation of the world. That means when God was making the world, he was looking ahead and he saw himself on the cross already. That'll blow your mind. You don't need you know, drugs to be blown with your mind like that. People need drugs to blow your mind. Just read the Bible. It blows my mind all the time. Amen. I'll tell you what blows my mind. Who's with God before everything else? He's by himself. Well, who made God? Hmm. My circuits are blowing. I just see smoke coming out of my left ear right there. Amen. I'm telling you, it's awesome. Praise God. And so the whole purpose of God for mankind was to be a Savior. Amen. Jesus is Jehovah Savior. So when our text said Simeon had declared how God at the first did visit the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name... Amen. I'm telling you, it's powerful. Simeon is a reference to Simon Peter. James was talking here and referencing something that Peter had just said. And remember, God first used Peter in Acts chapter 10 to go to Cornelius' house. The first Gentile recorded in the, in the book of Acts after the church started to receive the Holy Ghost and be baptized in his name. Him and his house, praise God. I'm telling you. Through the church, though the church was founded on the Jewish model, so to speak, it was 120 in the upper room, and 3,000 souls were Jews that day. Amen. It was primarily a Jewish church in that very first early stages, but it shortly became a worldwide church. Acts chapter 8, the Samaritans received the gospel. Acts chapter 10, amen, the Gentiles received it. And so on. Praise God. 
So when God visited the Gentiles, his purpose was specifically to take out of him a people for his name. A people that would be referred to as the people of the name. We're, just not, we're not just associated with the name, but we are, amen, it's a part of our very existence and our being. We trust in that name. Our hope is in that name. Amen. It's our lifeline. It grants us access to the power of God. Amen. Praise God. One minute, it can be hopeless. The next minute, after you utter one name, things can change. Amen. I've told you this story, and I'll tell it again. Amen. We had a firework stand at the, at the Bellflower Church years ago. Amen. But I feel like I just want to say it real quick. Amen. And we, it was in a very bad neighborhood over in Bellflower. And, and somebody went, and they reached in through there, and they grabbed a whole box of fireworks that had been somebody had left too close to that front thing. And that guy just started walking down toward that bad neighborhood. Well, you know me. I can't let it go. Amen. I'm, t- I'm thinking, okay, it's probably better, smart, and safe, and, you know, just to, to just absorb the loss. What is it, 20, 30 bucks? Who cares? Whatever. But something rose up in me. Amen. And I, I flew out the side of that. I almost knocked the firework stand getting out of there. Amen. I flew out the side, and I, I ran after the guy, and I said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I didn't say, hey, give me my fireworks back. I said, I just said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And he turned around and threw the box at me like it was electrified. And I, I caught the box. You know, praise the Lord. That's the people of the name. Amen. Got our fireworks back in Jesus' name. You say, that's not that big a deal. Hey, I know it is, but I'm just telling you the example. I'm giving you an example of the power of the name. We're the people of the name. We can use it. Even for fireworks, God doesn't care. Amen. Praise God. Amen. He grants us access to power through that name. We're, we're to trumpet that name. We're to declare it on the housetops. His own people, Israel, rejected him and rejected his name. So he turned to the Gentiles to be the people of the name instead. What a privilege and honor we have here, folks. Amen. We don't want to squander it. Amen. John chapter 1 verse 11 said, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Amen. He gave the Gentile church the fullness of his name. What a privilege. What an honor. And yet what a responsibility. Praise God to to use that name correctly. Amen. To really, amen, take take it to heart and, and guard that name and use it when we need to use it. And not to use it wrongfully. The first of the Ten Commandments tells us, don't have any other gods before me. The second commandment said, don't make any graven image. And the third commandment deals how to, with how to use the name of God. Amen. Exodus 20, verse 7. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Vain is to ruin, to use falsely, to render useless, to bring shame or reproach. See, God wanted to stress the importance of handling his name properly. 
Because there's so much power. Because it's really part of our witness. It's part of our testimony. We don't want to bring reproach or shame on it. With the utmost respect and reverence we should handle that name. He wanted us to be in awe with it always. Amen. And not to just and to always use it wisely as a people of the name. Amen. We of all people should never use it frivolously, casually, or for the wrong reasons. Let somebody else smash their finger with a thumb and curse using the name of Jesus. Not us. Amen. I might have used to do that. Amen. In my B.C. days. But now I know what the name did for me. Amen. And now I'm not going to do that. Praise God. I might go, you know, chicken and biscuits or something, you know, whatever. But but, but I'm not going to use that name. Praise God. I'm, I'm reserving that name, you know. For the next firework theft or something. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm reserving that name for the next person that needs healing that I come across. Because we, we, if we have that name, we're the people of the name. We're carrying that name with us. It's not just a name we use in church. It's not just a name we use when we're around people that are, you know, uh, you know friendly, uh, friendly people, you know. Uh, you know, you Christian? Okay, I can let my hair down. Okay, all right. Wait. No, we take it to work with us. We go to the store with us. Amen. Somebody's hurting in line or whatever. Hey, I got something. Amen. Like I said last week, when, when I talked about what's, what's standing in the way of your miracle, amen, Peter and John came into the temple, uh, the gate beautiful at the hour of prayer, and the lame man from his birth was right there, amen, begging for his daily money to try to scrape together meals for that day, and, and uh, Peter said, look on us, amen, and he thought he was going to get some more money, and he said, silver and gold I don't have, but I, what I do have, I'll give you. That means he knew he had something. Amen. I'm a person of the name. Simon's the one. Peter said he's the one that talked about the name and giving it to the Gentile. And he said, I'm giving you the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Praise God. Amen. John 20, 31. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Amen. His name brings life, folks. New life, abundant life, and ultimately eternal life. Praise God. It's the only name that should be recognized under heaven whereby anybody can be saved and qualify to go to that heaven. Amen. No other name. There's no other name. Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven. Last time I checked, we're all under heaven here. This whole earth's under heaven. Given among men whereby we must be saved. So don't come to me with any titles. Don't come to me with any other names. Amen. Praise God. Don't come to me with any other gospels, any other, amen, uh, Jesuses or any other spirits, Paul said. Amen. Because God only gave us one gospel. Praise God. Amen. And that gospel has the saving name of Jesus in it. It's the only saving name under heaven. 1 Corinthians 6, 11, You're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God, our God. And that name justifies us, folks. And last time I checked, we need to be, before we get to heaven, we need to be justified. We need to be sanctified. Amen. We need to be cleansed. We need to be helped. That name does it. It's the only name that can justify us in the eyes of God. 
Amen. Philippians, Paul just makes it really plain. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Amen. I remember Brother Bear. Some of you remember Robert Bear, the walking Bible, all that stuff. We, we, we had him here many times. Amen. He, he quoted that verse when he was talking to uh, somebody of another persuasion that, uh, you know, he was trying to tell him, hey, this is the greatest name. This is the name of God. This is the name we're supposed to be baptized in and so forth. And uh, this man said, uh, you know, he quoted this verse. He said, well, he gave, us, he gave him a name which is above every name. It's, it's one of the names. He used the word A. You know, and so Brother Bear, knowing, because this guy is like a walking computer before there was computers, amen, he had other Bible versions memorized in his brain, and he said, he said hey, uh, do you have a, a 1901 uh, American Standard Version of the Bible? Amen. And the guy said, well, I happen to have one. He goes, turn to Philippians 2.9, and would you read that for me in that Bible? And then this guy is like, oh, okay, you know. And he didn't know that uh, Brother Bear was going to lower in the boom on him. Amen. And he said, in the ASV, he said, Wherefore also God highly exalted him and gave unto him the name which is above every name. And he, he said, closed the book, said, There you go. Get rid of the A and put a V. Whatever you look at it, it doesn't matter. It's the name. There's only one name under heaven. It's highly exalted. And he goes on to say in verse 10 that at the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus, every knee should bow. Things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. It's the greatest name in heaven, folks. That means there's no name greater. That means Jesus trumps even Jehovah because Jesus is, amen, Jehovah Savior. Praise God. It's the full name. Jesus is, there are all these other names go under the umbrella of Jesus. Elohim, El Shaddai, Adonai, amen, uh, all these things. God Almighty, all this stuff. Praise God, it all goes underneath the name of Jesus. It's the greatest name in heaven and it's the greatest name on earth. Amen. It's the greatest name on earth. Praise God. And folks, when it says it's, it's the greatest name under the earth, it's a reference, amen, to two different things. It's a reference to either uh, Sheol or the grave or even hell itself. And let me tell you something. Jesus is the greatest name in the grave and in hell. Amen. Where the devil's going. Or even if you want to call hell his, his temporary kingdom right now where he has a little hideout or something where he's working from. Amen. Jesus is the greatest name where his little throne is wherever it's at. Praise God. Jesus is the greatest name in heaven, in earth, and under the earth. You better believe it's the greatest name in hell. James 2.19 Thou believest there's one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Why do they believe? They believe in that one God and they know the name of that one God. And when that one God became a man, he went down there and he just started casting them out left and right, putting them in the, in the, in the swine and doing that. They had to ask permission of what he could do and this and that. I'm telling you, he took them by storm because his name is great. Amen. They tremble because they fear the name of that one God. Jesus said in Mark 16, 17, Amen, these signs shall follow them that believe. That's us. That's the people of the name. Amen. Hallelujah. It said, in my name, they shall cast out devils. 
Now, folks, I know that we're in a sophisticated, almost 2020 society. Surely the demons are not around anymore. Just like they're taking the blood out of all the songs in some of the church. We can't sing about blood anymore. Folks, we've got to evolve. Amen. And just get past all this gross stuff. Amen. After all, we're going to have, you know, we just had donuts for breakfast. I'm looking forward to lunch and you're singing about the blood. This is just terrible. I don't know. They're taking away the blood in the songs. Amen. And they're, you know, people want to just say, you know what, this demon stuff, come on, this, you know, that's, that's done with the brush arbors and stuff and all this old camp meeting business. Don't, you don't want to be, you know, we, don't, we can't have that. If something like that happened in church, oh my goodness, you know, it could hurt our, you know, our attendance. Let me tell you something, folks. There's the same amount of demons today than there was in Jesus' time, than there was back when, you know, when Eve was, you know, snookered by Satan. I'm telling you, praise God, we have the authority in the name. We are the people of the name. And we can cast out demons. I'm not saying you to be a professional, you know, demon hunter or anything. You know, quit your job and, you know, wear a special hat and, you know, oh, yeah, I'm looking around at every, you know, no. You know, let everything be done in moderation, okay? Let's, let's, uh, let's be a balanced Christian. Praise God. But I'm telling you, you know, uh, for the most part, uh, I'm not going to be going after you know, you know, just sniffing out demons and all that kind of stuff. But when a demon gets between me and my miracle, or between me and the person I'm trying to win to God, that's when I'm going to have to step up and unload the name of Jesus. Because when you get in front of me, when I'm believing God, when I'm winning souls, that's when I'm going to take authority. And you shall tread on serpents and on scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you, and you'll do it not because you're good, you'll do it because he's good, and his name is powerful. They are afraid of his name. Amen. Praise God. Colossians 3.17 said, Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus. Giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. That lets me know that, okay, that, you know, I know some of the things we do in the name of Jesus, but He said, whatsoever. That means it's supposed to be a part of your everyday lives. The name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Not taking it in vain. Holding it in high regard. Revering and respecting it even fearing it. Amen. And using it when you need it. Praise God. And believing God. Using it in faith. This verse tells me that the name of Jesus should be the regular part of our words, our actions. Whatever we do, make sure we do it in Jesus' name. This name should be held in the highest regard by us. It should be the most precious word we ever utter. Amen. It's the only name that anybody should ever be baptized in. It's the blood that comes. Amen. In that name. And only the blood comes in that name. Praise God. Otherwise, we're just getting wet. Praise God. But the blood comes. In the name of Jesus. It's the only name that will forgive our sins and remit and block them out. And it's the name that people are filled with the Holy Ghost in. Amen. 
whatever you do in word or deed, you need the Holy Ghost. I'm going to pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. And whoever's in here that doesn't have the Holy Ghost, you, you need the Holy Ghost. We're praying that you get the Holy Ghost. Everybody needs the Holy Ghost. Jesus said we must be born again of water and spirit to see and enter into the kingdom of God, John 3, 3, 3, 5. And everybody that's born of the spirit, you'll hear a sound thereof. Amen. Like the wind, you can feel it and you can hear it. So is everyone born in the spirit, John 3, 8. Amen. We, so we, we understand that in the name of Jesus, we're baptized. In the name of Jesus, he forgives our sins. In the name of Jesus, we're filled with the Holy Ghost. And in the name of Jesus, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Praise God. You don't have to wait for the pastor. Oh, if the pastor was here, um, you know, we could pray for you and you'd be okay. No. Forget the pastor here stuff. Do you believe? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. These signs shall follow them that believe. Do you believe? Ding, 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 ding. You're a winner. You're a winner. You're a winner. You're a winner. Amen. That means that guy at work or that lady that has a migraine or whatever, you lay hands on him. Well, boy, if I could just, man, if it was Thursday, I could bring you to church tonight and we could pray for you. Pray right there. You got the name. Amen. We're not just a ministry of the name. We're the people of the name. The church of the name. Amen. It's the name of Jesus that we take authority over everything. Miracles happen. Praise God. Anything happens. Would you stand with me? God is so good. Yes, he is. Amen. And whatever you're facing today, if you know that name now, it's very important that we understand that we understand who that name belongs to. That there's one God manifested himself in flesh and that one God's name is Jesus. Amen. Which encompasses all the titles of God in the Bible. All almost 2,000 of them. It encompasses all of them. And when we understand who he is, we, we understand that that name will work better for us. As opposed to somebody that just, hey, just, just reads, well, the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. If some just, somebody just watches somebody using the name of Jesus and then goes over here and tries to use it, they might get some kind of something, but not too much probably. Like in the book of Acts, seven sons of this priest named Sceva watching Paul casting out a demon in the name of Jesus. They said, that doesn't look too hard. And they went over here and they found some little scrawny guy, demon possessed. Said, well, seven of us against him. We got the name of Jesus. Yeah, it didn't look like anything. We'll do it. He, they went over there. We adjure thee. We command you in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches, come out of him. So they were, they were casting demons out by proxy. Let's see, Paul did it. And okay, we watched the YouTube video again. And then we went over here. And, and see, God, God knows if you know what the name is. And the devil knows if you know. And so the devil spoke out of that guy's mouth and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but I don't know you guys. And you know what that means? That's bad for you guys. And that little scrawny guy beat those seven guys to a pulp. 
and ripped off half their clothes. They went away bruised and naked and humiliated because they didn't know the name. They didn't know the power of the name. They didn't know what the name meant and what it belongs to. But we're the people of a name. So I'm telling you, let's use it. Don't hide it. Use it every day. Whatsoever you do in word or deed. Amen. Amen. Let's worship that name. Let's praise that name. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.